Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Island Turtle Talk. I am Island Turtle. Hello. So, gosh, before we even get started on this episode, trigger warning, okay? Definitely trigger warning. I mean, it's probably all, actually, it probably won't all be in the title. <laughs> um, I've been sitting on doing this episode for a few days at this point. I'm like, feel like I'm not in the microphone enough. Um, also, don't mind the lighting. It's, it's like dark 30 over here. If you guys are watching on YouTube versus like listening to this auditorially speaking, it's like one o'clock in the morning here. It's the fourth day, I think, of not being able to sleep. Um, And I have been sitting on this episode for quite a while. And I'm probably going to get into topics, like I said, that are very triggering around um, body shaming, sexual liberation, um, everything that really has affected females. (laughs) And why am I doing this episode? Oh, I'm also gonna be talking about spiritual racism. Oh yeah, we're we're, we're going there, we're going there. Um, I might not even be able to monetize this actually now that I'm thinking about it. But anyway, cross that bridge when I get to it. I wanna do this episode because there's so much that's coming up that wants to be spoken on, wants to be spoken to. And whether this is just things I'm picking up with the collective, um, even just, and definitely, there's definitely some things in here that are part of my own, actually, a lot of it is also part of my own experience too, but I know I'm obviously not the only one to be having these thoughts or these feelings. I think there are a lot of people that have been dealing with what the feminine wants to say and feminine rage and all these things, no matter what the feminine within you wants to speak on as far as her personal experience is concerned, right? So where to start? I'm just going to start from the beginning. I was laying in bed. This was Saturday. So was that the third? No, that was for, oh no, that was the Fulman and Capricorn. So this was July 1st. Yeah, this was July 1st. So this was like my first or second evening of no sleep, of watching the sunrise in my bed. (laughs) And it was about six in the morning. And suddenly I just, oh my God all this like anger started coming up in me, all of this irritation and frustration, um, specifically around sexual energy and how the feminine has been seen and treated. And within my own experience of how I've been seen and treated and suppressed and shamed and all of that, as far as my own sexual energy and sexual experiences are concerned. And I'm sitting there, but I'm so tired (laughs) because I haven't been sleeping. And I'm like, I need to do a podcast episode. I need to, I need to do a podcast episode on this. And I'm like, oh God, I'm so tired. I can't do it. I can't get out of the bed and set everything up to do it. And then I thought maybe I'll just like record it on the phone and just do black screen and just yell into the phone and just not even open my eyes. And I was like, no, no, let me sit on this. Let me sit on this. And since, excuse me for anybody who has headphones in. And since then, I have, there's been so much more, so much more that has come to the surface with once, with once, with what wants to be spoken on, excuse me. So let's just start with what was coming up that particular morning. I was facing and hearing and experiencing all of these emotions and a lot of anger around how pissed off I've been. Um, at society, really, and then people throughout my experience who have really shamed me for 
my sexual energy and feeling empowered in my sexual energy. Like, and I know that's a, that's a societal thing that we particularly place on women, but we do it to men too, but that's a whole other conversation. I might talk about that actually. Um, but especially when it comes to the feminine and there's so much distortion around sex and there's so much shame around sex and sexual energy, even though all sexual energy is, is literally a form of co-creative energy. It's a form of God-like divine energy to transmute, to create, uh, to, to move through, to, to utilize. <clears throat> it's beautiful. It's beautiful and it's powerful. It's, it's a powerful thing that every human being on this planet can experience. And I don't know. No, I do know. <laughs> I swear, every time I say, I don't know, spirit goes, you do know. <laughs> you do stop saying you don't because you do even from a very young age I just was so aware of that like and it's funny because at the time I didn't equate it to being female and like now that I'm older I think there is there's definitely a link to the the femininity like the power of femininity in that sexual energy and in that power right but we're gonna get to that um <clears throat> but I just knew even from a young age that like se- there's no shame around sexual energy or at least there shouldn't be. And I certainly never had any. And <clears throat> I do also attribute some of that to my upbringing, which by the way, thank you to my parents. If you will listen to this, <laughs> um, thank you for not instilling me with shame around sexual energy. And I think it's just because my mother always spoke to me about it from a very young age. Cause she wanted me to know and be aware of what sex is and everything that it encompasses. Right. So I never felt shame around sex. And then when I actually got to the age where I was sexually active, I felt so liberated in it. I was like, oh my God, this makes sense. Like it just, it clicked within me that it's like, it's, it's such a form of, of natural freedom that we're all given the birthright to, right? And again, I'm not speaking to distortion and this is something else I might speak on on this video. I am really sick and tired of when anybody goes to voice their opinion about their experience or to share their experience. Like there's always somebody out there in the sphere of the abyss of the internet or whatever that feels the need to negate it or feels the need to go, well, it's wrong because of this. And didn't you think about this? And everybody jumps on that bandwagon. And then somehow the thing that someone was speaking on somehow just becomes like wrong, even though like there, there's a lot of just innate understanding of that person's experience anyway, but then we don't want to even listen to that because there's all the naysayers that jump on board. Anyway, whole other video. I might talk about it here though. Okay. I know I'm clearing my throat a lot. There's a lot of energy wanting to move through me. And when I became sexually active, that was when I felt the most free. And I realized like, oh my God, this is a superpower. (laughs) And, you know, legitimately, I do think everybody has different gifts, but I felt, I felt the divinity in my own sexual energy. And when I got to actually experience a sexual act with another person, I understood that. Right. And it was a time where if I was being sexually active or intimate with somebody, I could just be in that and be totally free in that. And I'd never, it took me a long time to understand why people that wasn't their experience. And it really confused me at first. I was like, sex is freeing. Sex is liberating. It's like, it's, it's just when everything is just open and free and just like, you're just one with spirit. You're just one with God, aren't you? I couldn't understand why 
there were so many people that when it came to that, they weren't connecting to that. They weren't freeing themselves in it. They weren't allowing themselves to be free of shame. And it saddened me. It really saddened me. And then also, obviously, for especially for any woman out there, you'll, you'll know. And like men, too. Like, I really don't want to exclude men from this conversation. I'm also really tired of that. Really tired of men being excluded from this. But, th- but this particular episode is particularly about the female experience and in our suppression. So let me stay on track here. I don't write any of my videos. I just go with the flow. A lot of you guys know that. But coming back, growing up, you know, aside from all of this, this very deep innate knowing of the power behind my own sexual energy, right? Separate from that, I had experienced so much shame, shaming from society, shaming from family, shaming from strangers, what I guess strangers are society, right? When it came to how my body looked or presented as a female. And I was sitting there in bed at six o'clock in the morning and I was like, oh, these fuckers. <laughs> Literally, the, you know, my, the, you know, the rage of the feminines just like mother fuckers like how like how dare anybody right shame another person for how they look but especially when it comes to the female essence of our bodies our bodies are meant for creation that's what our bodies are and then going even deeper beyond that right it's like my experience as a woman of color we're gonna get real deep here for a second women of color in particular have even more stigma against their bodies, right? It's like, we could always talk about weight and curves. And that's definitely a part of this conversation for any woman, right? I think any person in society at this point, but especially the woman, the woman of color from our hair to our skin, to our curves, to our extras, to our voices, just, just, just everything that the the physical body of a black woman or an African woman, whatever label you want to use, because you know what woman I'm talking about. <laughs> you don't need me to like over explain it to you. You understand without being a naysayer, you get it. Um, everything that body represents is so offensive to society, especially Western society. I feel like I can't speak to the international experience because I haven't had a very much of an international experience myself so I can't speak to that and obviously everyone's experience is different there are eight billion different experiences going on at one time so I'm speaking to my own but I've experienced this personally and I've observed it in my reality that the physical vessel of a black woman is so offensive to society that there's so much more stigma placed upon that and I was speaking to a friend recently about, you know, a lot of people knew that I was living in Hawaii and I moved back to the mainland, that coming back to the mainland was a culture shock for me, which I didn't expect because I grew up on the mainland. For anybody who doesn't know, I grew up on the mainland, but I became so accustomed to the culture of Hawaii, right? Where everyone's just there, (laughs) Like, like we're all just here. We're all just living our lives. We're chilling. We don't really care what people look like. We don't like, we're not, you know, it's like, there's, it's such a melting pot. There's people all kinds of, from all kinds of walks of life and cultures and everyone's very accepting and open and warm there for the most part. And I come back to the mainland and it was like, I suddenly became re-aware, I guess is a good word for it, that when I walk into a room, 
that more likely than not, there's going to be some people shocked by my appearance or react to my appearance um, simply because I am a woman of color, like purely simply because of that. Now, do I have strong energy? Yeah, of course. And that's that's also a thing, too. But it's it's the whole package factor. Right. And so that level of awareness, it just flashed me back to like growing up when I was a kid where I became so aware that like people stare. Right. People take a second look every once in a while. And because I'm also very sensitive and psychic and empathic, I can also pick up on what people are feeling and how people are reacting to me, no matter how much they're trying not to react to me. And there's there's nothing like growing up, being aware that society can't help but look at you, can't help but judge your container and then want to suppress it, <laughs> right? Have, having such trouble with the programming of what you look like that they must do something or they must say something, but I can't say something, but I can't do something or can I, right? And then there's all these other little ways that that manifests as we all know, we don't need to get into that, right? It's really hard when you have that experience growing up as a child, not only to try to even understand it, because it's, it's insane, but <laughs> to understand it, but then to also like find a way for that to not affect how you see yourself, because how, how could it not affect how you see yourself, right? And so anyway, coming back, coming back to the thoughts, <laughs> the thoughts and everything that my inner feminine, and I'm pretty sure a big chunk of the collective feminine, and definitely a big chunk of this primordial feminine that has been re-emerging back into the collective. So if any of you have listened to my podcast before, I talked about this in the first episode about Sedna and this unlocking of primordial power. And I've come to understand it a little bit more that it is this deeper origination of, of our energy of our ancestry as a collective. And when it comes down to it, right? Being a human being, we're all born of a black woman. We are, I don't know why people forget that, but we do. Um, but reclaiming that, reclaiming those origins for myself has been a huge thing this last year. But I think also collectively, that is something that we're gonna be seeing and something that we're gonna be experiencing um, especially when it comes to our sexuality as well. It's like, and again, really like when it comes to feminine sexuality, it's like, it doesn't have to be distorted. It's like the, like, uh, how, do, how do I want to say this? Society has made sex distorted. Sex in and, of, in and of itself is not distorted. Sex in and of itself is not something that is taboo or dangerous or dirty or whatever. It's, it's literally, <laughs> energy is moving through me. It's, it's actually an act that gets us very close to God if we're practicing it in that kind of way with those kinds of intentions. Obviously, there are distorted ways of going about that. I'm not speaking about that, right? And when it comes to the feminine, reclaiming that without judgment, I think is a huge thing. And coming back actually to another thing that was coming up during that morning, the memories of how much shame was pushed upon me because of what I chose to wear, how I chose to adorn my vessel. And I think every female can also attest to that, literally looking in my closet going, I can't wear this, I can't wear that, I can't wear this, I can't wear that, just because of what society thinks or even what family thinks. And again, I, you know, when it comes to when it comes to family and parenting and like this this is this is actually something very close to my heart so it's like this is a little hard to say but i think it's very clear that it has to be said right what we tell our kids right and and how they 
dress or are seen or are judged in what they wear, like all of that has a very significant impact on them, right? And I understand that a lot of that programming that was bestowed upon me came out of fear and that is totally ancestral fear. And I get it, it's ancestral fear for my safety. I get it. But at the same time, what came with that was, I'm going to shame you for having the, the vessel of a woman. <laughs> Basically, that's like the subconscious underline of it, even if there are other layers there where it's like, I want you to be safe. I want you to be socially accepted. I, I don't want you to stand out. Don't stand out. Don't stand out. I think also people of color can also resonate with that embedded programming as well. Don't let them see you because if they see you, they can judge you. If they judge you, then you can be in danger. That's the subconscious programming, right? But I'm a woman. <laughs> we are women here us roar. We are women. We have breasts. We have curves. We are made to create life. And there is liberation in dressing in a way that is really an expression of who we are as people. But also if I wear something because it's comfortable and it offends you, why does it offend you, right? I think that's something that I think we're allowed to start asking people, or at least we should be okay, allowed, even that, even you're saying that word like annoys me. So right now I'm definitely channeling a lot of like anger and rage. And if this is triggering you, again, I gave you guys a warning in the beginning that this is gonna be an episode that had a lot of triggers in it, but I feel like there's so much that just want, that the feminine just wants to say and just to say no more to, right? It's like, if a woman wants to wear something and she's comfortable, but God forbid it makes you uncomfortable, no woman should have to dress for your comfort. <laughs> and again, why does it bother you? <laughs> why does it trigger you and why do you care <laughs> is also another question that also comes to mind for me right um especially when we talk about not just women with you know curves and breasts and they're adorning their vessels and what is best for them but then even when we get into the topic of you know it's interesting there's been a lot of stuff that's been thrown in my awareness of like body positivity I feel like that's such a trigger word at this point and that kind of also brings me back to what I was saying before where I'm so sick and tired of People trying to like bring light or awareness to a group or an issue or a topic of any kind where it's like, hey, maybe we can look at this in this kind of a way. And there's always got to be a group or a person that jumps on the negation bandwagon and then somehow makes that thing that was actually bringing support to people who needed it suddenly become bad or suddenly become distorted, right? It's like, of course, within anything, you can find someone who's using it to justify their own denial or justify their own unhealthy shit. That you're going to find that in anything. But to make it about that completely takes away the support that was needed for that group in the first place. And if you are in that bandwagon where you, you're looking at a group where you know they want support for something that's very valid or support for a group that very much needs it, and for whatever reason that bothers you or that triggers you and you want to tear that down or you want to go ahead and you want to negate it, all you're doing is creating judgment. All you're doing is causing shame where it didn't need to be in the first place and ask yourself, why do you feel the need to do that, right? Anyway, <laughs> like I said, a lot wants to be spoken on in this video. Um, 
but that's been coming up too, right? It's like, because if we're talking about the vessel, it's not just about what the vessel represents for a female, which is again, like the creation of life and that sexual power. Like women have sexual power. Again, so do men, but women have sexual power and that is okay. Like women, it is okay to enjoy your sexual power. It's okay to enjoy sex. It's okay to talk about sex and Okay, and I really got to say this has just been part of my experience as a woman. Just because a woman is talking about sex or just because a woman is talking about sexual energy doesn't mean she wants to have sex with you. Just saying. (laughs) It's not what it means. It's not what it means. But that's distortion that needs to be worked out in the collective, right? Anyway, coming back. It's okay, females, feminines, whatever, people, It's okay to love your sexual energy. It's okay to enjoy sex. It's okay to enjoy that that level of freedom in your power in that if it is in a healthy, divine way and there's no abuse going on. Obviously, again, I can't believe this shit needs to be said. I think that's like a duh thing. That's what also gets me to all like the negations of all of these um movements and support groups and and all these topics right because it's like a lot of these like naysayers it's like duh (laughs) sorry but it is it's a duh thing like with the body positivity it's like i think we can all agree that the body positivity movement when it started and even to this day the underlying message is to not be so harsh on yourself and harsh on your body to the point where you're like tearing yourself down or you feel shame about who you are as a person or you feel shame about about your vessel and just to be kind to yourself. I think we can all agree that that's what it's about and that we would hope other people would be respectful to other people and not shame their bodies, right? For wherever they're at on their journey. That's it. That's it. That's all it's about. And if you want to make it about these bigger issues about, you know, I don't even want to get, I don't even want to get into it. I don't want to get into it. But if you want to make it anything other than that to negate the movement or negate the support of people who just don't want to be shamed by other people anymore, like figure out why the hell you feel that way. Sorry. That's how I feel. Anyway, <laughs> moving on. Um, the black woman's experience, and again, women women as well, it's like all of this stuff wants, I, I can feel it, like all of this stuff wants to be spoken on for a lot of women and a lot of people in the collective. But coming back to the black woman's experience, and the, again, also speaking as a woman of color in my own experience in this, something that I think is going to be coming up as well and owning this primordial energy, right? This primordial energy is, it's, oh, it's, the words it's beyond Gaia right it's beyond the mother it's the grandmother it's it's deeper than that it is the origins of our origins it's the roots of our roots and there is a lot there that is rooted in some other spirituality that is not I don't want to say I'm like I'm trying to be so careful with my words now like when I'm getting into this that I don't feel as honored and I think will start to be honored and will start to become more like an information will become more accessible especially when we're talking about african spirituality like and i'm again this is a very frank episode this is a very frank episode and again there's a lot of trigger warnings in this 
but I am very sick and tired of seeing this unspoken spiritual racism in the spiritual community. I'm very sick of seeing it. I'm very sick of experiencing it, very sick of being subjected to it. And it's it's not just for the black woman, it's not just for the African woman, it's not, it's it's for it's it's for all minorities, right? Because I see it all over the place. And there's there's nothing wrong with sticking with your homogenous group. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with sticking with what you're familiar with or what you're comfortable with. But I like, I know y'all know what I'm talking about. It's like, again, this is like the thing that people don't talk about, but it's this, it's this negation of all those other things. Like it can't even be possible. Like they can't have a seat at the table. Um, and I, I still to this day don't see this rainbow coalition. I was talking to Hikate Honey earlier and that was the, that was the term we came up with cuz I was telling her I've been sitting on all of this and I'm like yeah that's exactly what it is. It's like yes, to have this like and not rainbow coalition as an LGBT that's a, that's a whole other discussion. I'm talking about where all spiritualities, people of all cultures and walks of life and different vessels can sit at the freaking table and just work all together. There's so much of a division in the spiritual community and I'm just sick of it. I'm just tired of seeing it. And I think the feminine is too. I think this primordial grandmother energy is sick of it too. <clears throat> Scoop me. Um, which also kind of brings me a little bit beyond just talking about the reclaiming of body, reclaiming of sexual power, reclaiming of the feminine in this way, where we can also just really put a voice to all these feelings and all these thoughts. But uh, I don't want to say this. I don't want to say this. A lot of people have spoken on like toxic, toxic spirituality, toxic positivity, and that that's a huge part of it too. It's like we really need to stop perpetuating that shit. Like women hear me <laughs> can you be delicate flowers absolutely yes you can be delicate flowers but you are so much more than a delicate flower okay you're so much more than that you have bite you have teeth you have sass you have sexual energy you have all of these other facets to you and it is okay to sit in it it's okay to claim it it's okay to speak from that place and be passionate about it like it is okay to act like you're just a fragile little person is not realistic. Sorry. That's just, how, no, sorry, not sorry. That's just how I feel. And I'm really sick. I'm just really sick of it being perpetuated. I feel like it keeps people stuck. I feel like it keeps people from fully emerging to their authentic self with their true authentic voice and being able to, again, come to the table with other people and be like, okay, can we all get on, get on fucking board now, right? Um, so that's like, again, this is leading into other things at this point, but I really wanted to do this episode, like I said, to just put a voice to all of these feelings and these observations and these thoughts that want to come up and out of me. And I understand that a lot of this is also part of my own personal experience, but it is also the a collective experience because I am part of the collective. Anything that's happening individually you're part of the collective. So of course, it is also a collective experience because you are not the only one who is experiencing it out of 8 billion people on this planet. You're not. I can guarantee you, you are not. So put a voice to it. Might as well, right? But what I am really looking forward to now that this primordial energy is coming up and out, I feel this reclaiming of empowerment um, for everyone, really. 
I mean, for everyone, but especially for women of color, for um, for all communities of color, I guess is another way to put it that I think is very much needed. And there needs to be more of a spotlight on, on that knowledge. Yeah, yeah, on that knowledge. It's like, because there's so much truth in it. There's so much truth in it that's been trying to come up and out. And it's like, and I feel like there, I've seen so many people like literally just dismiss it or say that it's dark or whatever. And it's like, it ain't dark. It just says what it, it just says what it is. Um, so I'm just, I personally am looking forward to that. And I do also expect that we're going to see more of a surgence of, how do I want to say this? Again, I'm trying to be careful with my words, but also I'm like, I, re- <laughs> I think I just got to say it because I really feel it so strongly of people of color really getting back into their power in a way where it is like communities back into power right and and reclaiming what was lost reclaiming what was taken reclaiming what was suppressed right what was imprisoned what was enslaved what was ripped away like really reclaiming that back and again i know trigger warnings all over the place um i feel like i could also get a lot into like masculine feminine but i i'm like it feels like it feels like a lot already and i can feel it like i feel hot even just talking about all of this and saying all of this to you guys Um, so I hope that everything that was said in this episode is something that just inspires, honestly, just inspires, even if like, it makes you angry, get angry, get angry and just let it out. Or maybe it calls more of your personal inner feminine, whether you're a man or a woman, but definitely like for my females, right? It's like, and recalling on these experiences to reclaim your sexual power, reclaim your bodies, reclaim your faith, reclaim yourself right? Reclaim yourself through all of that trash, (laughs) all that trash, all that suppression, all the shaming, all the being told you need to dress like this. You need to look like this. You need to talk like this. You need to act like, like, you know, all the shoulds, right? And just be like, nah, here I am. (laughs) I am woman. Hear me roar, right? Anyway, I'm going to hop off now. I have no idea how long I've been talking. I don't even see a timestamp anywhere. I don't know what time I started, but anyway, I love you all. And if this was triggering for you, I'm actually very happy if it was triggering for you. Ask yourself why that is. And if you're mad at me, you can be mad at me. That's fine. Um, but there are things that they just, they needed to be said. They needed to be said. But um, I'm going to hop off with love and gratitude that I get to, honestly. Um, yeah, I will see you guys on the other side and uh take care of yourselves okay take it easy bye guys